All right, let's find out what's happening. This morning's view from Victoria coming from Global News reporter Richard Zussman. He joins us now. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. How are you doing? Very well. How about yourself? Excellent. Excellent. (laughs) A lot of talk about Vancouver and hockey. Uh, It seems like John Horgan is very excited about the possibility (laughs) of Vancouver being a hub city. He is. It's something that he's been pushing for for a while, although he has heard no doubt the same concerns that you and I have heard, which is, you know, why... Uh, make exemptions for million-dollar hockey players when every single British Columbian is buying in to what they're being asked to do by Dr. Bonnie Henry, uh, and why should we allow hockey players to skirt the rules in order to play a remainder of a season in Vancouver? And so we got a bit of clarity on that yesterday in terms of what it will look like if Vancouver's chosen as a hub city and how hockey players will be allowed to operate here which um, will only uh, require one small change uh, to the rules. So what uh, Premier Horgan announced yesterday was that there would be uh, an amendment to the quarantine requirements. And so uh, if Vancouver is chosen as a hub city and hockey teams from across North America and players from around the world come to Vancouver to finish the season, uh, those players would be required to quarantine if they're coming from outside of the country for 14 days. But they would be allowed to quarantine altogether in a hotel room, a hockey arena, and a bus. And so what it would look like, it seems, and Dr. Bonnie Henry has signed off on this as well, which is very, very important in the big picture because of the trust that so many have in her, uh, is that the players would be able to stay in their hotel. They would not be able to interact with anyone from outside that quarantine bubble. They would uh, eat together. They would gather together. They could skate together at the rink for practices, and they would be moving by a secure bus uh, that, again, would, would mean they're not uh, interacting with anyone else outside of that quarantine bubble. So it was an interesting proposition from Vancouver. Lots of people had said the city couldn't be a hub city because of that quarantine rule and that Las Vegas and Dallas were the favorites in order to, to win that honor. You know, the reason it's it's significant, Jill, and, and Premier Horgan alluded to this yesterday, is the it, it could mean hotel rooms, uh, more than 600 of them uh, that are booked up. It would mean uh, some money into the local economy, uh, bus services, catering services. It, it it would be uh, a boost uh, emotionally for the uh, for the locals. You know, it's not you won't be able to go to the games, and you likely won't be able to see the athletes very much, if at all. But it would be a symbol of sort of Vancouver having won out uh, over other cities because we've done so well in terms of uh, keeping rates of COVID nineteen down. Uh, and and Vancouver's bid is looking better and better as the days go on, Jill because of the fact that the cases are under control here and in other bid cities uh, on the other side of the border, that's not so much the case. And I I guess uh, I understand with the hotel rooms and that economic benefit, but, and you've kind of answered that because my, my question was, what do we actually get out of this other than maybe some B roll of beautiful Vancouver when the game goes to break? Because like you said, (laughs) nobody's going to be at the game or see the athletes. Yeah. Maybe you get the, the announcers saying, reminding people, oh, this is Vancouver. And when travel opens up, people might want to go there, but it doesn't seem like there's a huge, huge economic benefit. It also doesn't seem to me that the NHL is going to pick one city in Canada and one city in the U.S. So what are the chances they're going to pick two cities in Canada? It's it's possible. We don't know. The other city 
uh, cities in Canada that are on the short list are Toronto and Edmonton. There is a possibility. That there's a lot of complications now with what we're seeing in the United States. There's greater civil unrest in the United States, which could be a factor in the NHL's decision and the players' decision. There's also, more importantly, uh, a larger spreading cases on the other side of the border. So the league could potentially pick Edmonton and Vancouver. Like you said, Jill, like it's the, the impact is that on... Uh, hotels, buses, catering, some local economy stuff when you inject 600 people uh, into your community, if not more. And after that 14-day quarantine is over, uh, these players and potentially their families uh, will be living by the same guidelines and restrictions that all British Columbians live by. So by the summer, that could mean some more flexibility in terms of travel. So we could see some of these families spending time at Science World or the aquarium. If we're back to the point where those places are open based on uh, the guidance from Dr. Bonnie Henry. And that could be a boost as well to the local economy. It's sort of attracting a different type of tourist if these families come. Premier Horgan has made that pitch. You know, would you rather spend your summer in Las Vegas where it's an average of 43 degrees or would you rather spend your summer in Vancouver uh, where it's an average of 23 degrees and uh, you know, if, in, if your loved one is off playing hockey trying to finish the season and you're a family member uh, what would that mean for you? Uh, it's you, you bring up some in, some really important points, Jill, and ones I hear a lot about. It's it's a really fascinating debate about whether this is something Vancouver should care about, if this is something the Premier Horgan should be spending his time worrying about. Uh, but there are some substantial benefits there uh, that could lend Vancouver to being a, a good choice uh, to host the rest of the season. And uh, speaking of sports, youth sports could also uh, start up today. And I'm guessing a lot of parents probably have mixed feelings about that. Yeah, so a lot of this is about do you trust that it's going to be okay to send your kid back? Because the big hurdle in the way up until yesterday was the liability issue that a lot of uh, youth organizations, non-for-profits could not get insurance in order to continue operating because uh, there were concerns about whether uh, a kid or a parent involved in the sport got COVID-19, uh, what would that happen in terms of, um, you know, the, the legal, the legal obligations of the league? Well, the, um, the province has put in place an, an order uh, allowing legal protection. Uh, basically, the province is taking that legal protection on itself, that if uh, somebody gets sick uh, playing uh, a, a community sport, that league or that association is not... Uh, you know, financially responsible for the liability of that. And so now that we're beyond that, uh, organizations are starting to look at how they can resume. And, and Soccer BC is, is targeting as early as sort of this week to start getting kids back and playing. And, and, and sport is going to look very, very different, Jill. And, and you mentioned that the idea that parents are going to be a bit reluctant. Sport is going to be look, different because there won't be contact sports, there won't be games for a while in terms of kids playing against each other, but kids can gather at a physical distance with their own water bottle and their own snacks, and they can be together and and do drills, but there's going to be a lot of things that, that have to be different around washing their hands, around not sharing equipment, around keeping that physical distance, but you know, we may get to a point this summer where we start seeing some kids 
baseball games, potentially some beer league softball, all with modified rules. But we're we're on the road now to where we may get to see these outdoor activities that, that people love so much in the summer and, and, and all year round, obviously. All right. Uh, sounds good. Richard, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you again yeah. soon. Yeah, thanks, Jill. Looking forward to it. Have a great day. You too. That is Richard Zussman, Global News reporter. He is based in Victoria.